This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Sunday, 17th of December, 2023. Season show. We run the rule over. An extremely disappointing defeat as Poole crashed to Cambridge after being ahead in the game and failing to cap- capitalise against another team in the lower half of the table once again. Uh, we're also catching up on Northampton, Barnsley and Carlisle since it's been a while since we've been on. Whew. I'm John Asperol and this is Seaside's podcast match reaction show, Cambridge 2, Blackpool 1 and other stuff. Welcome back to Seaside's podcast. Sunday evening. It's been a while in the Pond Palace evening. Our Raggy, Mitch, and Tim. Tim, fresh from his Simon LeBon inspired holiday. I saw your post on Facebook about that. And if anyone's friends with Tim on Facebook, do do friend him if you're not uh, his friend already. Doing his best Simon LeBon impression out in uh, Barbados, Tim. Again, I've said this many times how the other half live. I know this time last week I was still on the beach. And how I wish I was back there to watching that yesterday. Well, we've got a beach here. Get yourself on that one. I mean, I know it should do. Should do. Actually, it was really good. While we're out there, we had a great, we had a right. I'll, I'll maybe talk about. We talk about Carlisle a bit more. We had a right crew got together for the uh, Carlisle game. It was good. I think I sent you a picture of it uh, earlier today, didn't I? So um, yeah, it was uh, it was it was a good fun. The only problem is spoiled by the cricket. I think anything gets spoiled by the bad cricket. To be fair, doesn't it? Ashley was there as well, wasn't he? Ashley, the yeah. Joe Sol Bunny. Bada bing. Um, for those who are going AVFT, he was, ETT was there as well. Dave Orn, the badge man. It's good. Mitch, um, not a patch on a, a wet weekend in Darlington, though, is it? I know well, which, which trip I'd rather be on. Well, I was going to say before, Tim said he's canny with his money. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't fritter it away on trips to Middlesbrough and stuff like that, does he? <laughs> I save I save up for the big ones. Yeah, I think I give them a, give them a wide berth. Cracking transport bridge in Middlesbrough. Absolutely, you know. I'd rather have a, a pint of mild looking on a decaying transport bridge than sipping sipping me rum from a coconut on Barbados Beach. No competition, <laughs> who, is who, there? Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? <laughs> uh, Raggy, good evening. It's been good a while evening. since you came on. Good to have you back. Yeah. I've been pessimistic all season, so not that I'm optimistic tonight, but... Uh, <laughs> You're about as absent as a Blackpool South MP, aren't you? You know, you never see one of them either. He's well, no, but I'm not, I'm, not as bent, I'm not as bent as them. <laughs> well, his name is Benton, isn't it? Bent one. 
<laughs> right. Got a lot to catch up on since last pod, as Tim's been away. I've been away doing coaching courses, so I've not been to any games. Um, Mitch has just been as jaded as he looks then, so I'm sure he's been up to all, he's been to all games. Um, Northampton, Barnsley and Carlisle, very briefly, gentlemen, um, a, a very mixed very mixed bag indeed. Well, before the Northampton game, I turned to the fella after, because it came just after it played Portsmouth, hadn't it? And there was just this weird feeling, like I'd looked on on Twitter and that before and there's just this weird feeling that we were gonna we were gonna fuck it up for want of a better term. And before the game I said to the fellow who sits next to me, I said, What do we do if we're complete shite tonight? And he went, Nah, nah, we won't be. We won't be. We've turned a corner. And that is exactly what we were. I mean I I, I can't really remember that much about the game other than husband husband played a square pass that gave them a goal. Um, they got another goal. I think we might have scored a goal. It was probably Rhodes, and we never looked like get, we never looked like getting back in the game. And it was just it was just completely after the Lord Mayor's show, wasn't it? It was Rhodes. It was a great header, actually. Yeah. It scored a great. Yeah, it was when it was a yard. We should have we should have kicked on, but for some reason we just went backwards again. Well, same as I don't know. I don't. I turned up thinking we were going to win, and I thought this is it. We're going to got a right good run of fixtures, and here we go. And. Uh, it properly did my head in that, following that game. And I remember being really pissed off after that game as well, Raggy. I was, yeah. Well, it's, it's, been, it's been a feature of the season, hasn't it? I think we've actually managed to back-to-back wins all season out of what, how we've played now, what, 21, 22. And, and otherwise, we can't get the run going. And then we, and the, we get positive, don't we? When we get that second win, I think we did it... Did we do it when we beat Cheltenham and Red? I can't remember now. No, Cheltenham was after Oxford, wasn't it? We had Reading and then we won another game. And then we had the, the two back-to-backs uh, with the Portsmouth and um, where we came before it. And um, you start to Trish, believe, Trish, don't Trish. you? Yeah, yes, Shrewsby. Tim, I'm just to... looking, Tim, I'm just looking at the banner from our last show. What has changed our last couple of games to bring such success? <laughs> <laughs> Quickly edit that, I, know, I, think. I, I It's like It's like... It's like Critchley's there with his with his pin to pop the balloon of, of positivity, isn't it? I don't I don't I'm not celebrating Critchley, probably the team generally, but Jesus, I mean, uh, I think a lot of people thought would 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 we had turned the corner when we when we came up against Northampton, and you know it took after the Lord Mayor show. It's it's incredibly frustrating, and um, you know we. You know, I still think we've got one of the best teams in the division, but we're so inconsistent. It's incredible. Have we, incredible. though, Tim? Have we? I'm starting to. Well, I'm, I'm, you know, maybe maybe my assessment of, as to our abilities is wrong, but I, je- I look round, I look at our overall squad compared with most in this division, and I think squad and depth wise, I think we've got the players. Um, I, I don't want to um, jump the gun, so to speak, in relation to talking about the team that's put out on Saturday, but. You know, sometimes I don't think we make the most of the resources that we've got. Let's put it that way. I suppose the Northampton game, the one kind of mitigation for Critchley in that game was he picked the say he picked exactly the same team three times in a row, and they did look they looked a bit leggy. They looked it looked like sort of you know hindsight said he should have freshened it up a bit and used the squad a bit more. Um, Tom said you know, that to Mitch, if you remember. Tom yeah, no, he did. Pod, he, he was all for freshly. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah, the Northampton game was a disappointment. But um, what a better way to pick yourselves up 
than a resounding victory in the Bristol Street Motors Trophy first round proper. Well, I'm going to drop out of this one because I was I was in the car listening to Chisnell, so I have no idea what went on. <laughs> so I'll let somebody else describe this. Well, I, I, I went to the game and uh, with the other thousand or whatever it was that was there. And it was a, a very poor first half and a very good second half, if I remember rightly. Mm. Uh, and they were good in the second half. And I think... <clears throat> it was the second Morgan, string Morgan. as well, Raggy, wasn't it? It's was a second string team. Yeah, but strong. I think that's where Tim's right. With the We've got a strong squad. It looked a decent enough second string. And uh, if I'm, Morgan was the was the player that did a lot of... Uh, that, that created a lot for us in the second half. He was the standout man. But it was a poor first half. Where we where we left the Northampton game, it was good for the second string to get a, a run out and put on a good show, though Tim. I suppose that rewinds back to your strong I, I, squad. I think, I think I think in all the cup games we play this year, where we have mixed it up and played some of the lads who maybe haven't had as much football as they sh- that they think they should have had, and maybe some of us think they should have had, is that it has shown that point I was making. It has shown that we've we've actually probably got. 20 players who who could do a decent job. And I don't think there's many teams in this division who, who could say the same. Now, um, personally, I, I you know, I th- you've, got to, you've got to say up front, we've got one of the best strikers. Um, I think we've got one of the best midfield players. Um, and we've got a couple of uh, extremely good wingers and very good defenders. So you start looking at that thinking, well, why are we languishing? And it is languishing. Uh, where we are um, and, and unable to put any form of consistent run together. I just watched Critchley's, oh, again, I'm jumping forward a bit, I just watched Critchley's uh, post-match um, from Saturday and, you know, he, he, he talked about, you know, eking out draws when you're not when you're not playing well, but we, we're incapable of doing that. If we're not playing well, we lose, end of. And, um, and I've got my views, particularly on Saturday, as to where culpability lies. And I think we, we we need a manager who's going to be a bit harder, I think, with certain players. Okay. Again, I don't want to jump ahead of that, but but that, I think this this has been a feature of all these games is that we don't necessarily... And listen, it's not necessarily about playing the same team every week, but I don't think we play, or we haven't consistently played what, what I would think will be our best side. And, and, and you know, yeah, yes, we've had a couple of... You know, Portsmouth. All of a sudden, we get a bit giddy, don't we? You know, it's like we've all had the the air out the uh, inflatable balloon or something, and we're all a bit a bit hyper. Uh, yeah, but you're out. entitled. You're entitled to, aren't you? We're entitled yeah, yeah, to get excited yeah, but... beating Portsmouth four 0 and seeing exactly what we're capable of. And then yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know why it goes. I don't know why it goes so inconsistent. I can't. I I can't put my finger on it. I do think Northampton actually, just going back to that game, are a better team than maybe a lot of people gave them credit for. They weren't that yeah. far behind us in the league, and they had a couple of games in hand. Um, and they did a bit of a job on us. They did a job on CJ on the game. And, you know, CJ will either be a world beater or he'll be bang average. And he was bang average against Northampton and should have been hooked about after the 60th minute. It was blatantly obvious he wasn't going to change out the left back that game. Or well, switch, like wi- it, it, or switch sorry, wings, one of the two. It looked like he'd been told not to go past the halfway line to me during yeah. that most of that game. And then I'm sure their fullback was on a yellow card for the last half an hour of that game. And he should have been bobbing down that wing, but That's I don't like know. tactics, wasn't it? Well, I why wouldn't he run if he's a run? Are they told not to do it or has he chose not to do it? It's one asset he's running. And that night, to me, it looked like every time he got past the halfway line, he stopped, didn't bother. 
I don't know. Is that on the player or is it on the manager? There's a particular side type of side that seems to be kryptonite to us, which Northampton were very typical of. Is if you get a team that you know they they can defend, they press. They don't necessarily press high, but they get in our faces when we get the ball, and they make it difficult for us. And they, all they have to have is somebody who's quick or strong up front who kind of keeps us honest. So you know we 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 can't throw everything at it because we've got someone half decent. And we don't know what to do with it. We can play against teams that come at us. You know, we play against Portsmouth who came at us and, and you know, we wipe the floor with them. And we can play against teams like Carlisle who come and set up in a low block and just let us play. But teams that just make it hard for us and, and fight, and that was exactly what Cambridge were. It's exactly what um, uh, Northampton were. It's exactly what Lincoln were, even you know, there's all all the worst performances this year have been against that sort of tough, well drilled side that just make it difficult for us. And we we just don't seem to have an answer to that. And I'm sure we'll get on to this, but I think the bottom line is why are we so inconsistent? Is because because when we get stuck, we don't have an answer. We don't know how to change it. We don't have anything to go to. We we it's like when what we want to do doesn't work, it's like we're too scared to get chaotic. Like a bit of chaos is terrifying. So we just carry on doing the same thing that we've been drilled in, running in the same lines, doing the same thing, getting to the edge of the box, passing it square, going back and forth. Then eventually somebody like husband or somebody lumps it into the box and their keeper catches it or the defender heads it away. And it just repeats for about 25 minutes. But, the one time I thought we really went, right, let's have it, was the Fleetwood second half, where I thought we kind of totally threw everything at them, completely overloaded, and we scored three goals in about 20 minutes because we were, we were sort of working from a base of an absolute disaster of a first half where we had no choice but to do it. But we never seemed to do that. We never seemed to do that. It's like we just keep plugging away, doing the same thing, hoping it'll work, or making a little tweak, swapping the fullback, or you know, pushing somebody a little bit further up by the strikers. We we don't have that belief that if plan A doesn't work, then it's okay because we'll try something else. We need to be more chameleonic in our approach to the game. Oh, nice one, John. Chameleonic. No, I'm 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 quoting someone. That's not oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right. Yeah. Do you not remember it? You're it? staring at me blankly. That was one of yours. Was it my mind? Well, Do you not remember? You know, <laughs> he's got so many. He's, he's taken my mantle. I'll have, to, I'll have to look back through my recordings of my yeah, best yeah, I can't I, believe yeah. that, yeah. Oh, I'll claim it then. I'll claim it as my own. <laughs> so it's Boy George's, to be honest. But... Uh, Mick McGarry's just said in the comments, which further backs up what you were just saying there, um, we've only come behind the season twice to gain a point, Oxford and Fleetwood, never mind coming behind and win. That's just not happened at all. That's quite a, a sorry statistic, in my opinion. Well, but I suppose that adds, adds weight to what uh, Mitch is saying there with um, we don't know what to do when our plan isn't working. Mm-hmm. Don't have to change it. Just we, need Gary Medina's we need Gary Medina's plan B. Well, we? he walked past he walked past the Anfield yesterday on his way back to the, uh, presumably the club hotel, a little shopping bag in his hand, looked fit and healthy, seemed in good spirits. Sure, it wasn't a pen to sign a contract he just bought. I don't know. And was it a bag of spirits he was carrying in the bag? No, well, he won't be driving. Team spirit, John, that's what it was. (laughs) Uh, Carlisle, very briefly, Mitch, you went. Tim didn't go, I wasn't there. I'm sure Reggie went as well, hadn't he? 
Well, it's just it was, a, it was, it was, I, I, I liked it was, that result because it was like yeah. a, the sort of result you expect us to get. Well, it was. It was that. I mean, that was. This is what's doing me heading about this season. Is it'd be, it'd almost be easier if we were just crap every week because then you could just be angry all the time and then that you know where you are. But then that one. Carlo, it was so much better than them. We never even seemed to get out of about second gear. We just completely battered them. They they offered absolutely nothing at all. I mean, I think they had about they had about a five minute spell when they were two or three nil down, and that was it. And it looked like it looked honestly, it looked like a championship play, side playing a, a League Two side, you know. And it's kind of like, oh no, actually we're good again, you know. It's oh yeah, we are good again. Yeah, this does work. It's all right. And then. You know, then then we play Cambridge, and and it's it's back to where we were against. What well, I did do as well, because I was worried of that game. Obviously, I, I watched it remotely, and um, uh, I looked at the, the the weather conditions, and I thought it'd be a huge leveler, to be honest, which it normally is, isn't it? But Blackpool, it's almost like um, Critchley's managed the team on common edge because when you're on common edge, and the wind was like that, you had to play it on the floor. And you had to play to feet, and we seemed to do it, you know. We, and we did it well, and they were useless, weren't they? They were absolutely useless, and really didn't cope with the conditions. And and and, and we looked so good again. It looked, it, it was almost like watching us against Portsmouth, albeit against a you know um, a, a slightly inferior side. We looked a good team. It wasn't, you know, and, and that was. Just, I think if we the conditions hadn't been what they were, I think it would have been even more con- convincing result, to be honest. Um, but yeah, we had our um, we had our where there's eight of us watching it in uh, uh, in uh, in Barbados, which was quite a good little posse before we went to watch England get drilled with the cricket yet again. Uh, so it was we went out on a high, came back on a, an incredible. Well, that way I wasn't really that bothered, but uh, saw the low because uh, it would have been good to win that. But fantastic, it was you know. And, but I was I, I was genuinely worried at kickoff, looking at the wind swirling. And um, Dembele couldn't even. I know he was taking free kicks and corners. The ball wouldn't even stop. Still, would it? No. Um, it was almost like I, mean, I remember playing football in Huddersfield when I was at uni, and and, and you sometimes you had to have somebody like hold the ball as the key did the run up, <laughs> and then just let go of it and throw the kick tick because otherwise he wouldn't stay still. Yeah, I've had that on common edge quite a few times when I used to play. Oh, by that uh, keeper, I did. We did that for. He actually kicked it, kicked it forward. And to be fair, it wasn't a bad kick, but he kicked it too high and it came back and went out for a, for a corner. Uh, the wind was that strong. But, uh, and who but saw Simo's post-match Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where yeah. He, he, wasn't, he was scathing at a few uh, Carl fans, wasn't he, to basically tell him to F off? Yeah, I think he's one of them, though, isn't it? Because Simo's, Simo's a proper legend there, isn't it? It's where he's from. It's his club. He's, you know, he's dragged him from basically brink of non-league football. It's one of them where I think for any other manager, that's suicide. But he's probably got the the credit in the bank, and he's also I don't know he's a good bloke, and he he'll say what he thinks rather than what he thinks he should say. Right, let's move on to the main the main course, as it were. Uh, yeah, so we've beaten Carlisle three nil. We're all cock hoop. We're going to Cambridge United, who aren't exactly pulling up trees in League One. We expect us to go and do a job on them. This was the lineup. Grimshaw, Connolly, Husband, Pennington, Norburn, Carey, Dembele, Rhodes, Beasley, Hamilton and Lyons, O'Donnell, Gabriel, Dale, Morgan, Joseph, Virtue and Casey on the bench. Tim, come to you first. Your thoughts and obviously... Well, you can imagine uh, what my immediate thoughts were. (laughs) Yeah. Where the F is... Where the F was Dougal. Does anyone Um, know? Was he uh, Well, Doug Critchley said he was rested. 
Why do you ask Kenny in that form? Uh, oh, no, there, there, are, there, there is a rumour flying about, something to do with Thailand. I've heard this. It's not, it's not it, yeah. I don't know. Uh, well, it's something Thailand to do with his January or ta- I know he hasn't signed a new contract yet, has he? Something something to do... I mean, I'm already going off what somebody was saying in my ear all, but uh, something to do with his missus has got a YouTube channel and she might have mentioned something along them lines. Right. Well, he, he apparently said... And I've not heard this, but I read it earlier. He apparently said in some of it he, he wants to go back more towards his side of the world and be nearer home. But the club activated his contract, didn't they? So there might well be something in it. I don't know. Or oh, we, we can go with that story that Owen Oyston's bought a club in Thailand and he's signed Dougal. <laughs> if you want to say I mean, he's, he's a bit of a surfer dude, isn't he? So I can imagine... Uh, not having a bit of warmth on his back on a regular basis will after a while, particularly particularly if you, if, you, if, you, if his missus is from. Uh, uh, he should start hanging around with well. you more then, Tim. I know. Yeah. Come on, Kenny. Come. On. <laughs> I'll sort you. <laughs> Got Tim's bombs for a weekend. <laughs> um, as Dave Jenkins has said in chat, why does Kenny need to rest? They haven't played played for a week, which. Mm. So, and, yeah. and and they could arrest him for he could arrest him on Tuesday, couldn't he? Which he might. So I think I, the way Critchley spoke in his post match, I don't think we'll see him involved on Tuesday either. Oh. But you know, I don't know. I mean, the sub players who, when they come back from injury, let, let's let's use the example of Lions, has to almost like fight for five or ten minutes of football, doesn't he? And then oh. and then he proves that he should be playing, and eventually finds his way back into the team. And they're like, Norburn just comes swanning back in, even though he's not kicked a ball for, what, eight weeks? Um, and I think it's I think it's a huge mistake. I think this was a game that as we go into the uh, Christmas period, you want to go in it on, on a positive and on a high. We've, ju- we've just won, uh, you know, a, a, a decent game. We've won in the Mickey Mouse Cup. We have a little bit of a blip against Northampton, but we'd had a couple of good wins before that. And it, it it would have sent the right message, and I just think that to rest. I mean, I, I can understand resting at Pateta if you're going to play Casey. I mean, let's get it right. Casey has had been one of our most consistent performers. He got sent off, and he's not had a sniff since. He's just got a new contract. We've we've since we've given him that contract. I don't think he's played for us apart from in the Tin Pot Cup. Was so, you know what's going on there? Yeah, but even with Egg Potessa, 18 months ago, we were talking about him potentially being one of the best centre-halves in the Championship. Premier League, we were talking about. And now, about he's, now he can't get in a team in League One, a mediocre team, mid-table. But he, I, I, I don't know what's going on there. They've ruined him, though, somebody. So anyway, so getting back to my original thoughts, obviously I was, but where's Egg Potessa? Because obviously you straight away start looking down at the subs list, don't you? Where's Egg Potessa? But more importantly, where's Dougal? Um, other than that, um, I, I was sort of... I mean, Beasley seems to have really cemented his place in the team at the moment. I'm not sure whether that's warranted. Um, but he's done He's done all right, He's Beasley. done enough, he's done enough one, hasn't he? He's done enough properly. You keep looking at Joseph going, why is Joseph not playing? But Beasley's actually done all right in the last few yeah. games. He actually had a very good game against Carlisle by the standards of what a very good game for Beasley is anyway. Any more? For any more? If we go into the game itself? I, sp- I mean, I suppose the only reason... There's a quite a lot of comments about what's Conley doing in there, and I suppose the only reason I could think of was because, actually, he, you know, 
Carlisle had absolutely nothing against him, and maybe Critch thought, oh, he's, he's in form because he kept Joe Garner quiet, didn't he, in, against Carlisle? I don't know, but the, the thing, the other thing about Epiteta missing is Epiteta's a kind of player, and I'll come on to this later, but Epiteta's a kind of player that with about 10 minutes to go, you can bung him up front and wang the ball at him because he's big, you know, and, and when you don't have, and his pace as well, like that back line's a little bit sluggish, and he's he's easily the quickest out of that, that out of our set of defenders, um, and it just seems strange he's in the bin, and it seems really strange that Dougal's not on the bench. There must be something in it. Which, there must be. It yeah. doesn't make sense to me. It no. just does not make sense on any on any level. To rest unless he's just, unless he's to just told him to have a weekend, you know, literally have because obviously if he's on the bench, he's travelling, isn't he? So it's like three days or two three days away. If he's just said to him, look, have. Before we go to this Christmas period, have a week off, and you know whether it is go get some sun on your back or or go and you know just have a bit of family time because it is it is hard work for them over Christmas, isn't it? They've got a lot of football to play, and and we have got particularly now we've got this game on Tuesday night. Uh, we we've got I think it's is it some like six games in nine days or something stupid. Yeah, but you rest him for that, Tim, don't you? You play him in the well. Game, I, I know, but if that. you want to give him a decent break on the basis you're going to play him all the way through Christmas, then do you say to him, have a week off now? Mm. But it, but I, I'm not agreeing with it. I'm just saying I'm trying to I'm trying to offer some logical explanation other than Kenny's told him, I'm going as soon as I can. And, I'm going to play for it. And Critchley doesn't like it. Well, I suppose you could make a whole hypothetical scenario up about Duke saying, him, saying to him, you know, look, I want to go in January and Critch going, why? And he's going, well, I've been over here away from my family or whatever. And Critch saying, listen, I don't want you to go. How about go and have a weekend, go and get your head clear, go and see what you, you know. I mean, but this is just pure conjecture, isn't it? But who knows? Okay. First half then. I think we, we started the game quite, quite brightly. Mm. First on well, I thought so. I thought we set off okay. And then, uh, well, I'll tell you what happened to me. We went one nil up. I disappeared outside on the phone to my missus, just seeing the baby was all right and everything. And then I said, oh, it's great news. One nil up. Walked back in the room. One one. <laughs> so I missed that a little bit. So I don't did, really did know. Smith. Yeah. Did a smith. Everyone, yeah. And everyone just moaning about offside when I've still not seen it back. So I don't know. They reckon in the Radio Lang studio, it wasn't. But obviously, because of the camera angle, you don't see it. I actually think Hubby. Let's rewind, Tim. Let's just rewind to our goal. To yeah, our with. goal first. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dembele to Chisnall yeah. to Chisnall it. Dembele, Dembele. Dembele. <laughs> uh, great ball, Tim or Mitch from from Dembele and uh, Jordan Rhodes. Complete. You do not leave Jordan Rhodes. Complete. Yeah, there's the, 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 the top striker in the division, and you, do, you just don't mark him. <laughs> Let him have a, he, he could he could have done anything with that. He could have chested it down and volleyed it in, and he could do anything he wanted. He had that much time. He could have actually chested it in like he has done he, this just, season. To be fair, it was a it was a good cross, and and it was an impeccably headed goal, wasn't it? It was it was it just shows what quality he's got, and it does make me fear for where we will be. And again, a topic I'm sure for later, but where we'll mm. be without him because. He's ratio wise, he's scored an incredible number of our goals. And it was great, you know, it's good to see a striker score with a head. Too many times they don't, do they? You know, they're blazing over the bar or they tamely head it into the keeper's hands and they hit it with accuracy and power. 
Um, and um, he's the real deal, isn't he? Do you remember that pod when I, I looked at his XG as an individual player and said, he's, a, he's, he's like got twice as many as anybody else in the team and he's on course to score about, you know, if he plays 40 games, he'll score 39 goals or something. And he actually is, isn't he? I mean, he just can't stop. It's unreal. Let's, let's address that uh, nightmare scenario that Tim has just mentioned then. Um, what's going to happen if Jordan Rose goes back to Huddersfield in January? I don't think he'll go back, but that's not based on much other than uh, he's old enough to make his own decisions now, and I don't think he'll end up wanting to go back there. But then again, I don't know how much money's on there, how much we're paying, what it'll cost to sort it out, or if they do want him back at all. But in my current mindset, I think it's irrelevant anyway because we're not going up and we're not going down. So, But I suppose if you take him out of it, that is the last hope of us going up, gone. But... Um, I don't think if we have a bang average Christmas, it's going to be irrelevant. We might as well let him go. If he's going to go, don't pay anything and sign him at the end of the season if he'll come back. So, Tim, is that is that fair to say if Rhodes goes, season over? Uh, I, I don't see anybody. Joseph, the, I think the jury's out on him at the moment, isn't it? Um, he doesn't uh, look like, like, like a twenty. He's not. Doesn't like a twenty goal a season striker, does he? No. And and if he's and you listen, we don't know how long Lavery's out. Um, we don't know how long Kouas is out, uh, but none of them, kept, uh, probably Lavery accepted, looked like they could put a run of, of, of goals together, really. And um, what you've got there is you've got the consummate goal scorer who, who, as Mitch says, if he plays the full season in this league, he scores 30. Now, the fact that we are where we are when he's been scoring the goals that he has is a testament to our mediocrity, unfortunately. And, um, you know... With with the icing on the cake that he's brought, we should be top three, top four, and we're not. And um, and and you know, and 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 that's because of other issues in the team. And I'll be incredibly disappointed to see him go if he does. As Raggy says, will he go? Do, will, will, do Huddersfield really think he can do a job for them? The problem is if they're struggling and you've got a player there who might be up fifteen goals by that stage by the time we get to the end of December, maybe even a few more. Um, who looks like he's full of confidence? They're gonna, they're gonna have the, a question is going to be asked if they don't bring him back. I think, unless they've got a plan B, you know, unless they've got their own um, purchases that they've got lined up to try and. I'm not quite sure where they are in the league. I'm not. Pardon the interruption. Normal service will be resumed shortly. This is just a quick message to say. If you're enjoying this content, I would like to say thanks for this podcast and the many others, then please consider joining our Patreon supporter group program where you can donate a small monthly amount to help support this content and help us pay our bills. To do so, go to patreon.com forward slash Seasiders pod. There are several tiers you can support us on, starting from the price of a pint per month and upwards. And in exchange, you get this annoying advert removed from all audio pods and also everything ad-free on the audio. You'll also get access to our Patreon supporters WhatsApp group, which is good fun, and other random giveaways as and when they come in. So please do support us. Patreon.com forward slash pod. Let's get back to the content. See you later. 
checked before today, but you know they're struggling, aren't they? Fourth bottom. Fourth bottom, right? So yeah, they've got a tough. They've got a tough gig, and you know if you, if you have him on the bench, you can bring him on fifteen minutes, and he might score a few goals. It's worth millions to them, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, of what I heard, they were playing young lads up front who weren't scoring, and well, I, I, I can't say I've studied studied them and who they've got, and got Flapswell in uh, net as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You'd need a boost. It's with that. It's turning still there. We'll have a look. I'm not sure it's yeah, playing. They sound, they sound like they've got the makings of a proper League One side, don't they? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I think you've probably hit the nail on the head there, Tim, is that if he's worth, you know, eight, nine million in championship money to him, you know, yeah, they, they might bring him back and potentially lose a fee for him, but there's no way we're going to pay eight or nine million for, for him. Yeah. There's no way we're going to pay eight, nine million for anyone. And it's um, sometimes it's about being, as a club, not giving, not giving your critics the ammunition yeah. to have a go at you, isn't it? And at least if he's there and if he doesn't perform, they can say, well, we brought him back and he didn't perform. I mean, I, I think, I, I, it does what Raggy says. I, I mean, I, I know we tend to be up and down a bit depending on how our results go, which is sort of natural, but I generally think we're going nowhere this season, whatever. Uh, I think we're far too inconsistent. So unless there is a, a huge change in mindset and in personnel, I think we're going to be in around where we are at the moment, unfortunately. And uh, and I, I, you know, I, sorry to revert back to my holidays, but I, I've literally just booked to go away Easter, and I've not even looked at the fixture list. Now, the first thing I normally do when I'm booking a holiday is look at the fixture list and try and work around it, so I can so I don't miss it again. I've not even looked because I know it's going to be absolutely pointless. That's where I feel at the moment. Now, whether that's justified or not is another matter. But I can't remember the last time I've gone away during the season and not thought, right, because sometimes you think, right, well, I'll go on the I'll go on the Sunday. I, I remember doing it with the Preston game last year. I'll go on the Sunday, I can get the Preston game in on the Saturday, and then I come back on Friday and I don't miss the Saturday game. I'm not even, it's not even crossing my mind this time. And that's probably because of the deflation of yesterday. But I think a lot of people are of that mindset. Raggy clearly is. Uh, and if, listen, if we win three or four games over Christmas, I'm sure that mindset's going to change again, and we'll be we'll be the glass half full. But at the moment, let's see, let's I, see what you're missing, Tim. Yeah, well, yeah, because uh, oh, I'm missing Wickham, uh, Wickham oh. at home. Oh, I'm missing Derby away, Wickham at home, and Cambridge at home. Yeah, we'll, we'll be, be up by them. We'll be up by yeah. them. Yeah, no, we'll be up by them. No chance. Yeah. You say about getting down and that, and I know people say, oh, we're only four points out of the players, and if we win this game, we win these three on the bounce, but we're, we're not winning them. It's not playing all, those run, we're not putting the runs We all want we? everyone to win. Nobody wants us to lose. We want to win every game. I want to win every game. I want, I want to carry Critsley on my bleeding shoulders running around the ground on the last game of the season, but it's, it's just there's no buzz, there's no appetite coming out of the club or anything that says we're going for a promotion. We're looking, we're, we're at it. It doesn't. It's up and down, up and down. And there's no feel to it. And whenever we've been promoted in the past or had good seasons, you, there's a feeling about it all the way through the season. There's an excitement and there's a you can see momentum going. There's nothing here at all. And we're, and we're nearing halfway through. So I know Christmas is a big time and five quick games can change things, but you you almost know now we'll, we'll win two, draw one and lose two. Yeah, well, and we played two more than most of the teams around. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've got a pair of mind. So, yeah. you know, we are. It, uh, there's an argument to say that we're... we're we're slightly higher in the league than we should be. Yeah, than we know, should maybe be. we drop yeah. down to tenth or eleventh when when those teams catch the games up. 
I suppose the hope is, isn't it, that we can, you know, we stay in touch over Christmas and, you know, I don't know, win three, draw two or something, stay in touch and then we pull it out the bag in January, however it is, and we, we buy whatever that difference is or we loan whatever that difference is that gives us something to do when we, when we you know, when we look lost. I mean, you know. You know, but but, but is, it, is it the players, though? Yeah. Or is it, as you said before, the tactics that we have one way of playing think... and we do not change and we can't change and we've no idea? Because who would you bring in? We've got the leading goal scorer. I think it's we've a got, combination. We've got some of the best both. creative players. I think it's a combination of both, Raggy. I think he, you know, he drills and he drills and he drills and he wants us to do a certain thing. And I think there's that, you know, they're not a, they're quite a compliant bunch of of lads that will do what they're told. And I think you, you've, you've probably got to try and bring somebody in who's got a bit of nous on the pitch to go, actually, no, let's not, you know, this in, do this, do that at times. Players have to manage themselves sometimes, you know. And and I'm, obvi- I'm obviously joking when I say that, you know, let's bring Gary Medina or to the Premiership, ha, ha, ha. I'm obviously joking, but you need, you need someone like that who has got, the ability to think for himself on a football pitch and the ability to go and put himself about and do something and, you know, or whoever it is to go and go, oh, this isn't working, I'm going to go and stand over here and I'm going to run and I'm going to do this. Um, above sort of, let's just do the same thing for the next 25 minutes. And and th- when we've been good under Keogh, we've had people, uh, under Keogh, under Critchley, we've had people like Medina, that's we've had people that's, like yeah, That's what we need. You've, you've just answered the problem. Yeah. Keogh. You sorry, Rich. Sorry, it's what new manager. <laughs> Go on, mid monologue. I think I've done. I think I think I've said what I said. Is that you know I we just I, I, I and I think it's almost he he's not a good he's not a good in game manager. He never has been. You know no. he, we we have never gone. Wow, what an amazing tactical wizard he is in games. He's a good coach. He gets some running up and down doing the drills sort of you know when we're good we're good and we look like a, a good unit the last few games when we've been good I think we've come off come 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 out of the ground going yeah they've all played well there it was a good team performance and that's when it's going well but when it's not going well he's not you know look at the way I mean we've, we've completely tangented away from the Cambridge game but Neil Harris absolutely outmanaged him put him in a box sort of I don't know what this metaphor is really put him in a box and jumped on his head or whatever it is because Neil Harris was reading and feeling that game and he was tweaking and he was he was he was pulling strings and Critchley's never done that he's never been that kind of manager um so maybe you need the players to do it. You know, people always say, oh, we need to go and get another manager to be the assistant. Well, maybe you need a couple of players that have got that leadership, that management on the pitch, that nous on the pitch, that sort of, I don't care attitude, we're going to win this game anyway, whatever it takes attitude. We need a couple of them. Not Kenny Dougal, baby. <laughs> well, I mean, Dougs has, Dougs has been the nearest we've had for the, for this season for that, hasn't he? He's been, yeah, yeah. he's been the heart of everything good we've done of late. As Steve has just said in the comments, oh, Oxford pal quotes, anyone think you've just been relegated again, chin up wilds, you're blood and bloody eight. Yeah, yeah, we, we know we are. That's why our chins are on the floor, mate. <laughs> it's League One eight. And <laughs> 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 not looking like we're going anywhere further than that. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I think what's I think what's slightly frustrating about it is that, like you say, like Raggy said before, it it, it does feel it feels flat. It feels I don't. Know. It's only one. It's only one difference. Yeah, though, isn't it? it it is. But it, it's that thing where if we aren't going anywhere this year, I don't know. Maybe we are. Maybe we're not. But but it does feel like we're losing too many games that we should be getting something out of. You know, we're we're, we're halfway and we're on course for about sixty eight points, which isn't enough. Yeah. And it's every other week, well. you know. It's, it's every, every other week, week. exactly. But what we're not also doing is, if we had, if we were halfway, but I don't know, you had Rob Apter and some other kid tearing it up, you'd be kind of thinking, yeah, but but wait, wait until we get good, wait until this comes together. But it's kind of like it's quite a middle-aged football side. It's kind of like the 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 dregs of what we had last time with some players that haven't ultimately been that convinced. We've brought in quite a lot of older players, and it just hasn't. You know, you kind of think that's got to work. Like Pennington's twenty nine, isn't he? Norburn's thirty one. These players are brought in, and it's not quite worked yet. And uh, I don't know. Get Gaz back, done, sorted. <laughs> we signed Sonny Kai Maybe he could do a job for us. Yeah, well, that, that little that little sneaky handball and through pass class. This will cheer us up. <laughs> this is what we could be winning next season. This season, get him back. The thud of the ball, roar of the crowd. Um, right, Tim, let's get back to the game. Let's talk about Kachunga. What a great name, eh? Well, I think foul it was in a the feature. build up. A ridiculous foul in the build up, though. Um, was it handball? Oh, sorry, handball. Yeah, on Lions. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, there was. I mean, the referee. I think Critch has, has, has a right to be slightly aggrieved here. I, th- I thought the referee was appalling all game. Actually, I look back. I thought they'd got about eight yellow cards, and and they actually only had four. But obviously, one of them was a double yellow. So it's um. I don't know whether that count comes out when it's a red. So there was another two there. I think they did, but they seem to get yellow cards left, right, and centre. There was some. There was some very poor decision making. I thought from the ref. Um, Lions does get flat flattened as, as part of the build up to the move. But I think what 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 there's a. I don't want to call players out too much, but there's there's a feature of our, our football. I think when when Connolly plays in that back three is there's a lot of hands going up. It used to be something Norbert like Jim, especially, Norbert it, especially. Yeah, no, but it remember what that used to be like back in the eighties. Oh, the Arsenal you know. back four, oh, yeah. for full Monty as well. <laughs> it was just we 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 said rather than focus on defending the move, we 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 we're, we're too busy pissing around putting our hands up and staying stationary, hoping we're going to get the decision. Well, if we're going to get the decision, we're going to get the decision. But you don't stop. And if, and, if you look, Tim, if you look how. 
stationary Norburn was. It was for a good two, one, two seconds. Yeah, and if he, Connolly was, Connolly was the same. Both was, of them were both of them in the, that middle. If he hadn't done it, Norburn would have got back and covered. Five yards ahead of them. Yeah, they were five yards ahead of them because they stopped to put the hands up, and uh, and so obviously when the ball then comes in from the left, I mean Jesus, they did the best to miss it, didn't they? First guy, the first guy was like, it is shin. And, uh, and you know, they were quite fortunate to score the goal. But the reality is that they had pl- they, they had the attacking momentum and our defensive cover was still five yards behind, having just lowered the hand to really, oh, shit, we're not going to get it. And, and, we're, and we're going to, um, we're, 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 we're better try and catch them up. But it was too late. Um, I think another thing I would say is that probably we were incredibly fortunate not to concede at least another during this phase of play. If not two, because they were at, every time they did it, they skinned us, and it seemed to be like we struck, we struck. I think we st- went, unless you were at Protester in there, and maybe Casey, we we really struggle with the pace, any pace against us, and we can't keep up, and and, and we don't help ourselves. We stop. Play to the whistle, rule number oh. one, Mick, isn't it? Yeah. You, you got it. By the time that ball's got, there is absolutely zero point in stopping and putting your hand up because he's at, you're either going to get it. It's gone. That 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 phase of play's gone. The pass is already gone. You don't stop. Yeah. Anyway, rant over. It's a fair point though, Tim. I know he was he's, he's doing me head as a junior manager. It did me as a junior manager. Players did that. Mm. And I, if I was Critchley, I'd be thinking, what are they doing? I don't even think that, he that was goal, I don't, that I don't goal think he was so... outside, Tim. I think that's the thing. No, I don't well. either. I think, I think, uh, I think Jimmy played him on. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy played him on. But that's not that. I'm not blaming Jimmy. But the fact is, we've got two the two players alongside it, both stop them, stick their hand in there and think it's offside. I mean, they, they were they checked, to be fair, the guy in the middle checked his run. I think Connolly also checked himself, didn't he, to stop himself from playing him on. But I don't think he could see that Jimmy was behind him. He was perhaps three or four yards further forward. But you don't, you, the angles aren't great. You, listen, it's not we're not getting match of the day style analysis with the lines going across the pitch, are we? We get it from the centre. We get the cat with one camera on the centre circle, well, and it's and it's showing it. It's showing what, it at whatever five degree angle. Whatever angles we're getting, the fact is it was tight. And as a player, if you know it's tight, then you know there's a chance you're not going to get it. So you carry on playing. Yeah. That's the bottom line, isn't it? Yeah. It's not like it was, you know. It's not like it was there was three yards offside with clear daylight or anything. It, you know, it, it whatever it was, it was tight. Carry on, unprofessional. Let's move on to there. What turned out to be the winner? Uh, obviously, a, a penalty, sloppy goal again, skinned again. Cut butter through knife. I think is the the adage that's used with these things, isn't it? With the little was it was it um, Kai Kai's knock through? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Butter through, butter through knife. <laughs> oh, through butter. Yeah, is that what I said? Sorry. The, yeah. You know I mean. They must do things differently in Barbados. You know what I meant. The thought was there anyway. He's been on that rum that he brought back from duty free. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my first thought was Grimshaw's getting sent off. So they did well to not get sent off. There might have been players covering. I've not looked back at everything. But it, it, I just you know, that ball went right, didn't it? And if I you saw it, it went right. Yeah, there was players going to be covering on the line. I just thought it's going to be a nightmare. But well, it was anyway. But uh... Ryan yeah. Bowes picked up on Tim's faux parlor. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, to go from to go in a half time two one down from a 
a very promising start, and I fully expected us to kick on and win the game two or three nil. Have to go in one. Do you know what we did? Do you know what it's that pathetic. name? Do you know what is the name of that that geezer you just pulled? Then by the way, Gasan Ahadme. No, the one before. Yeah. Oh, Ryan Lowe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. that little Preston tit is it. Well, that that sugared the bitter pill we had to swallow over the weekend, didn't it, Tim? No, I, I know, I know, Lowe. He's just messaged yeah. me on here. I assume that is Lowe, although there's a third Ryan Lowe that I know. Yeah, and there was a feature of the weekend. I think all the local teams pretty much lost, didn't they? So um, we were in good, co- well, in good company, bad company, whatever you want to call it. But um, yeah, um, it, it did, um, it did sugar that bitter pill to use that expression, John. I finally used it in the correct context and the natural flow of a conversation. Yeah, lovely stuff. Um, second half, then bit of a damp squib. Um, my, we could have been. 3-1 down very easily within the first couple of minutes. Um, Grimmy's got out of us, got us out of the shit, hasn't he? Brilliant save. Great stuff. But quite, again, a very unprofessional start to the second half. That had been game over, had that gone in. I think it was the old um, half-time bombs, wasn't it? We, um, um... <laughs> back on going, back, going back to the promotion season. I think we probably nipped off after we'd scored in Partock, I think. About twenty-five minute bombs, and then half time we maybe topped them up with a quick three Skinner, and then ran out. <laughs> Ironically, it wasn't Grimmy on it because he was the only one that was on the ball, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, Grimmy's in John Grimmy's in because he just lives in a cloud. <laughs> Don't tell him anymore. Um, Mark's just said we were absolutely gash in that second half. Really were oh plus um yeah hard to argue we really and, were. and Dennis says Rhodes did have a, a, an incredibly good mm. chance and one that you I couldn't believe he missed that you, you'd almost say he's like bread, it's a proper bread and butter goal the goal was gaping like yeah you hit the target you your, and it's in you bet your mortgage on him sticking that away yeah. I actually fell over on the floor in my front room and put my head in my hands and the other half came in and said, what the fuck are you doing? And I just went, Jordan Rhodes has just missed and she just shook her head at me like, what, what's wrong with you? But it was just, we, we, were, we got, were awful that second half. Can I have another rap? No, I have, I'm not changing it. What, what, this is this is the thing. It's right. We've got this kind of way we want to play, and when it works, great. We we beat Portsmouth four 0 and we make Carlisle look like an on league team. And that's really good, and that's fine. But when it when it's not working, and we're playing like we did against Cambridge or Lincoln or whoever, the the, the games where it's been crap, we do all we did that game was we shot him up the, t- the up the touch line and then then slung the ball into the box for about half an hour. And we didn't do anything to, like, that's the way we're playing. If that's the way we're playing, that's the way it's going, then make Connolly useful, stick him on the keeper as we swing it in. And, and or, you know, um, chuck, chuck Connolly into midfield and then throw one of the midfielders up front to make three strike. Do something about it. Like, react to what is happening in the game with the way you make subs. And the subs he made, I just didn't really get why he made them. I didn't see why changing, you know, particularly changing Lions for Gabriel made any particular difference to the structure or formation of the team or giving Morgan his regulation nine-minute run out made any particular difference to the team. 
compared to what was what was kind of needed, which was to get in the you know all we did was sling the balls in the box. Okay, get people on the end of it, make it as hard as possible, and we still had three players sort of floating around the edge of the box to to to. Do, I don't know what for. It was like we didn't react to what was happening in the game. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's incredibly predictable. You could almost you could telegraph what was going to happen each time the ball went forward. We would pass it across the middle of the park from left to right, from left or right to left. It would eventually end up going out wide. And then we would have, and there was some rather poor, shall we say, attempts at, 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 at delivering the ball into the middle, almost farcical in some cases. Um, and generally they were over hit or they're under hit or very rarely found, found a player. Uh, and then it was just rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when they went down to ten men, we should have had a right good go at them, but we just seemed to like stick yeah. to this um, very, uh, snail pace football. But it's difficult, I suppose, because they all sat behind the ball. Literally, every one of them, you know, the uh, uh, every Cambridge player was sat behind the ball as you would do. Because obviously, they're trying to preserve the lead. Um, but we just didn't do anything different, anything different at all. You know, we've got Dembele taking a corner and managing to touch it twice and kick it out for a goal kick. As it was, and, and then there was something else on the other side. And I went, oh, my God. And Help. Dale sort of did like a, a bat, almost like a bat pass header and the keeper at one point when he had a bit of space. And you just knew we weren't going to score, didn't we? we just, I just, you could just tell. We just need Nelson back to throw him in there, don't we? A big hoof. Yeah. And... Do you know, watching that game and that stadium on the TV, it, it casted my mind back to the, you know, the, the really bad old days of scraping around in the third and fourth division. The view of the corrugated roof on that main stand. It, do you know what I mean? By yeah, it's a proper League Two ground. Proper it? league, proper old school League Three, League Four stadium, and it would took me back to those days where we were just utterly hopeless under Worthington and those 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 eras. Hendry, worthless, just said him. Um, yeah, it was a. Yeah, I, don't think, I don't think we're quite as bad as that yet, but we are in them divisions again, aren't we? Yeah. And it, yeah. it do you know what does my head in? There seems to be an acceptance that it's okay, and I don't know why. Everyone, it's all right. We might win next. We might do this, but there's no urgency. There's nothing comes. There's nothing comes out of the whole club. Well, the fan base are all in that mindset as well, or the majority, from what I can see all the time. Like it's all right. We consolidate. I mean, might consolidate. She might go up next year. Might we might make the playoffs. But I'm still hopeful we can make the playoffs. You hear people say all the time. I mean, what? What? We're hopeful to make League One playoffs. We're hopeful that we're going to be all right in League One. It's, it's not good. But you tell me. Do you think that anything comes out of football club that sounds like we're we're really pushing for promotion? I'm sure they want it, but they're not selling it. Very little comes, there's very little comes yeah. out at all at the moment. To be honest, yeah, um, I don't think for one minute they believe at all that we are going to do it, which which says, and then it gets, uh, maybe that's part of the inconsistency. Maybe the players are up and down, motivated one week, and then they're not the next, and I don't know. Well, it certainly doesn't inspire anyone, hence why we all sit on here like a load of mobbed old men. <laughs> because that's where you are, isn't it? It's hard to get motive. I'm usually up and positive, yeah. and come on, let's get into them. We're the best team in the world. We're the best club in the world. They are, I believe it, but we don't sell it. The club, act, the club are acting to me like a League One mediocre club, and that's what we've got. That's where we're going to end up. And every well, I say everyone, it's not everyone, but there seems to be an acceptance of it. Well, it's all right. We've been here before in these divisions. Well, that's irrelevant. We've been here before. We should be up. We should be up in the championship. We should have started this season absolutely banging on about it as well. 
you know, I only found it the other day. It's on that internet. You see that that study, well, not study, that survey, whatever you call it, they put together somebody about the historic football results since football began and where every team would be in the league. And we'd be 32nd, Blackpool. You find it on the internet. 32nd in the league, which means we'd be 12th in the championship. That's our rifle position. And why anyone would accept anything less than that, I don't know. Don't know. I know we are where we are. Well, sorry, Tim. No, I was always going to say I was backing you up, really. You know, it's all right. You know, Steve's come on us in Oxford saying, well, you're eighth. We're eighth for having played more games. But Portsmouth have got 50% more points than us at this point in the season with a game in hand. So we're so far away from, from the top. Uh, when we've come down with a lot of championship players, it, you know, and it, it, even if you look at the other, you know, look at some of the others, you know, we're, 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 when they win that, which they probably will, hand, we're 10 points behind them. So we've got absolutely zilch chance of getting automatic at the moment, bar an absolute miracle. And and we've, we're not showing the signs of, of getting into the playoffs. So that could change. I accept that. It should change. Um, but it's um, we just need to start winning three or four back to back, and there's just it's just not happening, and, and we're losing the third teams who are bang average, and it's the bang That's average it, teams. I bet I bet if I look down the bottom of the league, it's full of teams who've taken points off us. Cheltenham yeah. nearly did their bottom. I mean, how the hell you know we scraped the home win against them? You know, Fleet would have taken points off us. Exeter. Um, we, we did win against Burton, to be fair, didn't we? We lost to Wickham, uh, Wigan, we, Port Vale, Cambridge, we, Port Vale. We drew. Uh, did we beat Orient? I can't remember the Orient result. Um, but you, yeah, all no. those teams that we, we haven't that bottom, the teams below us, we've not taken a lot of points off them. Nowhere near enough, and, and the teams mm-hmm. who were at the top have, have beaten all of them, and that's the difference. We, we can't beat the bang average teams in this division. I think it, I still think it just comes down to we're not willing to try. I said it earlier on. It's almost as if the the ugliness of trying to play that way is something that's that we don't want to do. Um, the purity of the of whatever it is that we're trying to do outranks the value of of winning some of these games in in you know ugly or unconventional or chaotic ways. Um, and that flatness this season, it's weird. I don't know. We, we, I just, it does feel really flat. I think the only time I've really, really enjoyed it, I said before, was um, was Fleetwood away for that that half an hour. You were there, John, with me. Yeah. That half an hour yeah. was mad, wasn't it? It was great. And then, then we screwed it up. But I still enjoyed that half an hour because it just felt like we, we completely and utterly just went right. I don't care. We're not. We're not losing. You know, we played like a Holloway team, didn't we, mate? Yeah, we yeah, played yeah, like a Holloway yeah. team. Yeah. And it's like we did what we needed to do. We had seven, eight, nine players in their half. And when when can you think of when we've been chasing a game? There was like nil-nils at home. When have we done anything vaguely unconventional, like throw a keeper up for a corner or send this, you know, put the centre half up for the last five minutes? We just don't seem to do anything like that. And it's just kind of like, oh, oh well, it's not our week this week. Never mind. We'll, you know, and yeah, we we, we might, you know, we do then go and beat someone three 0 but that's fine. But we've still lost that game, you know, and that 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 it's getting to me a bit that because the the, the Critch team, the the last Critch team, you you know, particularly in that championship season, you got the sense that sometimes it was it was proper over my dead body stuff, you know, and it, that doesn't seem to be there. Well, you could probably see it in. I, I'm not. 
I can't remember any, but I might be wrong. But any last-minute goals that are meaningful? Wigan, oh. Wigan, I think, is probably the only one, isn't it? I think, Cop? Yeah. Yeah, because well, they equalised like, That's right. But, yeah, but uh, that aside then, you, you know what I'm saying, though, don't you? When mm. when teams are having a good season, you you see it all the time, don't you? 90th minute equaliser, 90th minute 1-0 win. We threw our wins away, like Barnes, uh, Charlton yeah. away. That really pissed me off, that Charlton yeah. game. Professional. Professional. Just the top teams see those games out. They don't throw away 2-0 win away in the last 10 minutes. We do. And that Fleetwood game as well. Oh, <laughs> there's so many of them games though when I think about them. Fleetwood and Northampton and bloody Cambridge and whoever else this season. It just made me go, oh. Let's try and spin things then. As Dave Dixon has just said, remember, Bolton have just lost at home to Bristol Rovers. All teams can lose to anyone in this league. Who do we play? Yeah, but they went down to 10 men and they, they can afford to lose one, can't they? Because the second. Yeah. They've done that. They, we're all going to lose. Nice. I don't think anyone's expecting. I'm saying I expecting us to win every game, but we are. Well, I, if you just take the next five games now, and they're all against teams lower than us, and my money would be on two wins, a draw, and two defeats, and that that'll sort of say it all to me. That's where we are, mediocre. Where Bolton will go into their next five games after losing today, I'll probably win four out of five at least. Just what Portsmouth did, didn't they? We beat them 4 0. What did they have? They won Smash the last three. Four. Smashed Northampton, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> didn't they win the last three? Yeah. <clears throat> so that's the difference. Inconsistent. And I think Mitch is hit it on the head, really. Hit the nail on the head or put the butter through the knife or whatever it is we're talking about. With uh, with no game plan, no, no, no plan B at all. Not even a plan A. plus. Yeah. One one formation, one style of play, no yeah. plan B. And I think I think there's a lot said about a formation. I, I don't think it's that. I think it's it's having one fixed formation. Like every formation has its pros and cons. You can play four four two, four five one, four three, whatever. You're gonna come up against some games where it'll work because the other team will cancel it out or they'll have particular attributes that'll expose you or whatever. But it's then the ability to adapt to that and do something different, and we just don't. We're fine when we're in control of games. Like, when we're in control of games, going our way, we're a really good team. But you're not going to have that every game, are you? You're not going to have that. You're going to have that 50% of games at best. Shall we do player ratings? I can be asked, to be honest. <laughs> There'll be some low ones in there. You'll be able to replay this at the end of the season when we're promoted. Yeah. So it was just, we knew all along. Medine, 119 minutes. <laughs> yeah, there's your last minute goal. Rattle yeah. through, John, quick, without a lot of... Yeah, do we want to? Bullshit, yeah, go on quickly, go on. Uh, okay, Grimmy. Let me get the graph going first. Uh, Tim can. Yeah, I thought he did. I actually thought he didn't do too badly, really. He was arguably, as Raggy said, lucky to stay on the pitch, but um, I don't think um, you can really fault him too much. Couldn't do much with the pen. Pulled off a good save in the second half. He was doing uh, his pointing on the pen again. I was thinking of you, Tim. Were you uh, shouting at the screen when he was doing it? I hate that. <laughs> uh, seven. Callum Connolly, Mitch. Oh. Shoehorned into the team, according to some. Yeah, um, he wasn't vintage, was he? He doesn't convince as the centre of a back three at all. Um Oh, I try not to be too cruel. Four minus. Mm-hmm. Husband, Raggy. 
he can't ever get less than a six, and he got a six. So there you go. Paddington, Tim. Uh, not one of his better games, was it? Um, the back three were all wanting in this game. Five. Mitch, Holly Norburn. It's just going to be interesting. Do you want a fun fact? Love a fun fact, me. Love them. Okay, fun fact, right. I think, that, you know, whether Norbert himself is problematic, I'm not sure, but I think his unwillingness to shoot ever is problematic. And I watched... I watched him just recycle the ball over and over again and now they go sideways or that little chip over the top that he likes. And he, he just never, ever, ever has a shot at goal. So I thought I'll compare him to Kenny. And Dougal shoots more than three times as often as Norburn. Norburn averages one shot every 3.1 games or something like that. And I think in when when we're good, we've, we've all said this, when we're good is when we're on the front foot. When this group of players are good, is when they're all going for it. And it's almost like when you've got Norbert in the midfield, their defence just gets things, well, he's not going to shoot. So they just reset and kind of mark everybody else. Um, so that's me Norbert fun fact. Um, I thought he was quite poor. I thought whether he was rusty or, I don't know, um, four plus. It's probably being generous. Uh, Raggy, yeah, Sonny Carey, had a good shot in the first half. Lucky with that. Yeah, a bit busier than the rest. Another player in it that should be kicking on, does now and again, and then uh, but much like the rest of them. So five yeah. yesterday. Nice. Karamoko Dembele, Tim. Uh, not his best game, was it? I mean, uh, you know, he he, he was still the assist to do got an assist. Well, I was going to say he, he he got the assist. He's, he gets an extra point for the assist, and he loses a point for the fact that he managed to double kick a corner. <laughs> Straight to Colkey, which is remarkable. This um, year's have it. Uh, six plus. It was a po- you know he he tries to do the positive stuff, just didn't quite come off from in the same way it's done in other games mm. today. Uh, yesterday, I should say. Okay, six plus club. Six plus for Dembele. Uh, you've got Jordan Rhodes, Mitch. Um, yeah, he scored a goal. Nearly scored another one, or could have scored another one. Didn't really do anything wrong, did he? Just did what he does. Um, seven. Probably seven plus to be fair, because he got a goal and you shouldn't really drag him down by the context of everybody else, should you? No. Jake Beasley, Raggy. Yeah, all right. I like it, Jay. I like Jake Beasley anyway. I think he's all right, and it does remind me a little bit. I'd never be as good as John Murphy, by the way, but he's he's got a little bit of the similarities about him. Said that. Um, yeah, he can't run. <laughs> <laughs> no, he does. He does, and he. I do. I do like him, but. Uh, Nothing, I don't know, six for yesterday. That's fair. CJ Tim, uh, a Marmite player for some. Yeah, I like Marmite as well, but... Which CJ turned up? Uh, Not the best one. Not the best one, really, was it? Um, uh, it, We didn't really see the best of him, did we, yesterday? Um, When he's he's on song, and listen, he's, he's, he's been on song... Probably more than he hasn't been this season. Um, he's he's a he's a joy to watch and he's incredibly um, useful player to have. I just thought it was a bit anonymous, really, yesterday. That was my gut reaction. How much the, of that the was whole his... squad, the old team had a bit of a stink. Yeah, really, no, so he, he, he didn't get the ball right, and 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 you know the, the you know it was just a, it was just a flat performance all always round, wasn't it? And the pro- the problem with CJ is 
if he's if he's in the defensive half of the pitch, he's not going to do anything for you. He's not going to particularly be the greatest defender. Uh, he needs you'll always see the best of him when you've got a Portsmouth coming onto you and his space behind, and and there was none, no space, and he's you know he needs it to do what he can do. Um, I, I'm not going to. I don't think he was any worse than anybody else. I, I, six. I think I've been a bit kind with the six, but I'll stick with the six. Okay. Um, finally, Mitch, Andy Lyons. Yeah, I think Lyons sort of summed us up as a team in the first 20-ish minutes. He was way up the pitch. He was playing like kind of an advanced winger and he was he got some really good pressing in and looked really involved in the game and then he just kind of disappeared as, as the game went on and became... Um, I don't know when he went off. I just thought, oh, Lions is going off, you know, and and that was kind of us. I think I think Carey was pretty much the same as well as that. Um, he wasn't terrible. He definitely was fouled for that first goal. I've watched that again. Their lad went through him, but um, five manager rating ready. Oh, three. Tim, Mark said in the comments, I think you lot must be feeling the Christmas spirit because of some shocking performances Saturday. On the We're, trying Road measured, We're trying to be measured, Mark. We're trying to be measured. But I, I do think there's a, there's a couple in there that really should have been one lower. I think I, I'm guilty of one of those. But, um, yeah, coming to Critch, I just don't... I, just, I think it was a huge mistake to rest, unless there is another explanation to rest two players who are performing well for us and and then not to play Casey um, if you're not going to play Epiteta. So I think it's a four from me. And and no no change, you know. know, We needed to change something in the second half and it was just all we did was bring players off and put same players, similar players in the same position. And I'll I'll um, I'll go with Raggy with a with a three because I mean I you know and in my defence of that I've given Critch ten this season and I thought he's got it right and I thought he got it completely wrong and I thought he got completely outmanaged by Neil Harris who you know saw what was going on shifted and then to be honest for about twenty nine minutes that Rhodes chance aside they were pretty pretty much the better side controlled the game we never looked like scoring so the stats. Paint that picture as well. Um, much bigger XG and loads more shots on target than we had. So, right before we go, we've got Forest Green Rovers in the second round of the FA Cup on Tuesday night. What an absolute farce this game was! The way it's been handled by the FA. Um, we've drawn Notts Forest away in the third round. Not a great draw, to be honest. So, I think it's kind of really diluted this cup tie. I had bought tickets. Probably going to go. Um, anyone else going? I'm thinking yeah. I'm going because it get, gives me an excuse to get out of a works night out. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going. I had a look on the uh, site before the tickets. I don't know how accurate that site is uh, for the ticket sales, but they don't look well. No, they weren't when I bought mine. That was quite a couple of days before. It, it, it looks. It looks to me like it'd be about two and a half thousand plus whatever they bring. Which I think the third which won't be very many thousand. on a Tuesday night, would it? No, I, I think, think the, third round, I Sorry, think the third round draw has a bit to do with it as well because it's like oh, if we if we go through, we get Forest away. Oh no, on a Sunday. Yeah, think, yeah exactly. So it's 
every which way it's not very tempting. It'll be about 4,000 there, I think, by the time it comes. But I hope we give them a good, good hiding, to be honest with you. Just send them packing. I don't know what's gone on with that. I've not even really read into whatever happened fully. As far as they get kicked out, they don't. I thought was it to do with the keeper? And there was some. I think the rules are a bit more ambiguous, aren't they, in relation to the goalkeepers or something? Yeah, but yeah, the rules are real. I mean, you can't have grey area with the rule, can you? Unless there is a, a genuine grey area, because I can't. Because they were very um, quick and decisive in relation to Barnes, they weren't they? And mm-hmm. that doesn't seem to have happened here at all. And the only losers really are us, because yeah, Forest, Forest Green. You know they get they've they've won the replay and and got reinst you know got reinstated and won the replay and all we've now got is is a huge amount of fixture congestion. Yeah, um, we should really have played that second round game on the third round day, and and yeah. caught up. I don't know if the club have any any recourse for claiming any money. I mean, you've got a Tuesday night game now instead of a Saturday game. It's all and the, and they had all the, they had all the spoilage from. The first game, because he was late, he was only called off relatively late at the stage, no doubt whether they already put all the f- refreshment orders in. Yeah, um, yeah, it happens, doesn't it? I know it's nothing today. I know it's par for the course, but obviously we had the club over the road. Do we have it all staffed? Do you have the beer ready? Boom, game off. And they can get rid of the beer like later on in there. But yeah, they've got it causes big problems, doesn't it? But if we do get four thousand on Tuesday night, it, it likely would have been six, wouldn't it? Six, seven thousand on the Saturday. They were bringing a thousand, weren't they? So Dave Jenkins has said that obviously there is a there is a difference in that he says it was a lone player where they hadn't asked permission to play him. I suppose do the rules deal with that? Where Barnsley played an eligible player, didn't they? So it's actually a player who. I think they played a player who was on loan at another club when they when the first game was played in the replay. They played a player who couldn't have played for them in the first game, so I think it's a little bit more clear cut with that. But it's like clear as mud, isn't it? But they should have sorted out far earlier. It's bro, it's, it's a simple thing, though, isn't it? It's a long keeper. I just permission. No, well, he can't play then. But I, I suppose know. the argument is, I suppose the, the argument is, football authorities were a waste of time. That, that he, he, I know. It, it, the theory is he he could have been eligible, but they, they hadn't asked permission. Where they, there's no that bars that came, he wasn't eligible to play. There was no, I know, but if you don't if you don't have to ask permission, then it, they've not done any broke any rule. It depends how clear. I, I'm sure I read something that the rule wasn't that clear as to what the situation was. Obviously, they had the, the keeper on loan. He was one of their players, and it's how clear the rule is. And listen, sometimes these little things. Aren't, aren't as clear as they can be in the rules. It's like, it can be like waiting through treacle. I like the way Tim's not clear. says they did have permission. I don't know. I like the way Tim's not clear about what's not clear about the rule that wasn't oh, clear. A proper son, no, you I can't, think, a I proper think, son. I think, I think that if there is a distinction, it is that he was potentially eligible, where, they, where with the Barnsley player, he definitely wasn't eligible. There's no way A proper solicitor's answer that. That's what you call that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A proper solicitor's yeah. answer that. Yeah, that's a nice story. There's always two answers, (laughs) Raggy. The right one and the one that wins. Yeah. (laughs) Right, on that note, I think we'll we'll call it a day there. Um, We've done that to death, haven't we? Um, We've got the Bristol Rovers at home just before Christmas. 23rd, isn't it? 23rd. Next Saturday, Saturday, yeah. Yeah. Everyone's thoughts on that quickly when we head off. Well, they've just beat Bolton, but Bolton were down to 10 men, and I don't know how good Bristol Rovers are or how bad they are. 
I would suggest they're probably mediocre, so it'll be a nil-nil draw. So a loose. No, a loose. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, they're 11th oh. in the league, but they're, they're only five points behind us, and they've got two games in hand, so it's a six-pointer. It is. Well, it, but well, it, it, is the thir- it is the 30th anniversary on Saturday of the, when the training ground plans were first submitted, so <laughs> something to celebrate, Saturday. Well, not, we'd, not we'd, long we'd to go now. I was on, I was on the plane back. performance, aren't we, this, this week after... After this crap, so I was I was on the play back and uh, I was sat next to this woman and a, a, to be fair, her husband or partner was at the the other end, so I didn't really speak to him much. But we started a bit of a chat, and and then she said to him, "Oh, he's a Blackpool fan," and he said, "Oh, you having a new training ground built, aren't you?" And he was like from down south, so I said, "How do you like that?" And he said, "Oh, because I'm involved in one of the companies that um going to be doing the work," and I thought. I didn't really get a chance to expand on the argument on the on the, on the discussion because it was just as we were getting off the plane. But so he, you know, I don't know what's going on. But he might have just woke up out of a thirty-year coma, that fella. <laughs> I don't know who that was. Yeah, he's been he's been uh, he's been like Bobby Ewing. Call it. <laughs> thinking he's frozen. <laughs> I don't know, but anyway, it was just ironic that somebody from down south, oh, building new training, and I thought, well, yeah, but when? Crying out for football pitches in FY six. Planning, you know, planning takes a long time. Yeah. But they're not going to be available, are they? For you? For... No, not now. So I don't care really. There's, there's that huge development's not going to be available for grassroots. Well, we have got the, we have got the most expensive striker in League One. Don't forget that. And we've got the best striker in League One. Has got 14 goals for us. Actually, just checked and, it. And, 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 and we've got Jake Beasley. Come on, and we've got the Jake Beasley. Yeah, got the best one, the most expensive one, and Jay Beasley. Yeah. Bless <laughs> it. And on that note, I think we'll call it a day, shall we? Start the uh, the outro music. Um, right, yeah, so uh, will we do a Bristol Rovers preview? Possibly. Maybe not. See how the work week goes and how many uh, work Christmas parties put paid for everybody. I don't anything about the other teams to no, do previews. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bristol yeah, Rovers, they're not as good as Bristol City, that's all we know. <laughs> Joey Bob, we speak to every, yeah. speak to it. Oh, Jesus. Pirates, dumb. Right, bye everyone. Up the pool, I suppose. Up the pool, come on. Up the pool. Just before you head off, I know you've just enjoyed what you've listened to. Of course you have. Why not consider joining our Patreon supporter program for the price of a pint per month? You'll get extra bonus content in return. You'll get no ads on the audio pod. You'll get faster releases of the audio pod you'll get it before the uh, the Great and Wash does and also you'll be saying thanks for these uh, brilliant podcasts and you'll be helping us pay our hosting costs our streaming software costs uh, electric that kind of thing so yeah it'd be greatly appreciated if you could support us patreon.com forward slash seasiders pod price of a pint per month and you also get access to our um, whatsapp patron supporters group which is a good laugh we've got a nice community going on in there and you'll also have access to uh, competitions and giveaways when they do happen so yeah please do consider signing up and supporting us that url again patreon.com forward slash seasiders pod and if you don't sign up you're a big fat see you later thanks for listening Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. 
Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.